All right. How's everybody doing? It is Monday, November 13th, 2023. And I got to be honest, we're not 100% sure if we're going to make it to the end of the stream because there's been a lot of technical difficulties tonight. Oh, man. Um, yeah, this is our technically our third uh, stream of the night or whatever. And uh, we've barely made it for two of them. We've yeah, well, one of them is the Lost Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we got about halfway through a pre-recorded podcast that... Uh, who knows if anyone will ever see it? <laughs> well, no, they won't. It's they won't probably see it. better off that way because we were about 20 minutes in and we had only discussed like two people. <laughs> like two people? Yeah. 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 It was probably just so as anyway. well. No one needs to see yeah. that. So, um, yeah, we're going to attempt to try to uh, talk about Survivor 45 tonight. Sure. And hopefully we'll make it through, you know? Hopefully we'll make it through. And, um, I feel good about it. I do too, actually. I think our luck's going to turn around. So let's kick this off, huh? Let's kick this sucker off. <laughs> My name is John Dunphy, and I'm joined by my fellow tribe mates, Mr. Kyle Petty, Miss hey, Gina hey. Morgino, and Mr. Mikey Marmon. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this with you guys. Oh, oh first, I'm almost forgetting. We're, we, we are Scratch App, your favorite reality <laughs> TV podcast. Please find us on the socials at Scratch App Pod. You know, go over there, subscribe to us, follow us on any you know social media page. Throw us a like, a comment, a subscription, like just, just, just get engaged yeah. with us because we love new people and we want to meet we you. Do. So, Tell yeah, come hang Tell out with friends. us. Come hang out with us. Um, okay, Silly. let's get into this episode. Uh, there's been a lot going on on this season. Mm -hmm. This has been a great season. I've been really enjoying this cast. Mm -hmm. um, so, the first thing I want to ask you guys about, though, because this episode was coming on the heels of an explosive tribal council, right? We saw finally the, the shot in the dark, like really, really, you know, be a meaningful thing in the game. Uh, Caleb used his shot in the dark. Every single vote that was cast against him was canceled out, um, which we knew was only 11 votes. But from what everybody else thought in the tribe, they thought it was 12 votes. Nobody picked up on it because Austin did not vote in order to make his idol a fully fledged idol. Mm. So I wanted mm. to ask you guys, um, you know, we we watch a lot of these shows, you know, we, we understand the strategic side of it and like, you know, trying to be very in tune with what's happening, where what everybody's thinking. Um, do you think if you were sitting in a tribal council, like, would you would you have the, you know, the thought in mind of like, I should try to count these votes? I know I probably should, but I don't think it would ever cross my mind. After something like that, like that was like a crazy tribal even before that, like there was a lot of heat going and it's the end of the day. They're all starving and tired. The only one I can even imagine counting those votes is Emily. And I'm surprised mm -hmm. that we didn't get something from her. We might, we mm -hmm. might in the future. I don't know, but I feel like she, she's the only one in this cast that I would have expected to pick up on that. Yeah. Like it's, it's easier to pick it up when there's only, you know, five, six, seven votes or something, but Mm. Like 11, 11 and 12, I, I would not notice the difference between that. Yeah. I, I also I'd be just, sitting I, there like one, two, three, four. <laughs> but I, I also feel like, you know, like Mikey was saying, everything was so crazy in that tribe. Like by the time we got there, they were just seeing like 
damn, literally everybody voted for Caleb and none of these votes count. What's going to happen? I don't think any of them were like, all right, well, how many are there? They were just like, oh my God, yeah. we all did it. And now we'd have, what do we have to do now? Right. <laughs> what I will say is that they're lucky. He's lucky that the uh, record was 10 and not 11 because he would have thought he broke a record until he right. got home. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh man, oh, Matt says uh, I'd be losing my shit. We've established on this podcast that math at night is also a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> we know that. We do we know that. We don't like math here. Math is oh, always Gina. a challenge. Gina um, loves math. We just don't. I, I asked one question. What's the math then between now and finale? What were you saying, Gina? I, I asked a question once. And this is how I get treated. <laughs> that is not true. You asked some question once per stream, asking us to add, subtract, multiply, divide, do fractions, and do decimals. Uh uh. It's just all just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, oh my um, God. Now, before we really get into like the substance of the episode, right? Like real game talk and stuff and, and gameplay, I wanted to ask you guys about one other thing. Uh, because we finally have reached the merge, right? The tribe is all together as one big group. And yet in this episode, when we got to the immunity challenge, they were separated into two groups yet again. And I definitely think it was fun and it was definitely exciting because having everyone compete in this challenge, but having two groups where one person gets immunity and then those two groups are separated and we have two different people getting, you know, voted out. Like, that's cool. That's fun. But to me, I felt a little bit like, all right, we just merged and now we're breaking up into two groups of six again, going to tribal council. And it feels like we're back in week one with small tribes going in. Like, how did you guys feel about this twist coming right now? And I know that you kind of have to do it now because you can't really do this when, you, when you're breaking people up into five and five or four and four. Mm. Like it had to come now when it's still six and six. But like, I don't know. I really wanted to see everybody in there. With one try, I feel like it would have changed this episode and their votes and like, you know, the game talk a lot. I don't know. How, what did you guys think about like splitting back up into groups of six again? Yeah, I, I, I feel like. Sorry, go ahead. No, go. You go. You go. You go. I was gonna say. I, I feel like I would either prefer. Like, I get what you're saying that if it happens later, there's less people. But at that point, then do it before. Make this be like the last thing before the true merge. Like, I I don't like the idea of like. We're all now on the same beach. We're at merge. We have one tribe where we're merged. And then, oops, we're two tribes. Like, I I don't love that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It should have happened a little later. I think the reason that they did it this early is because it gave them that added, like, tension of who someone's going to make the jury and someone's not going to make the jury, which yeah. I think is the only reason it came this early. But, I mean, for me, like, I love a two-tribe split. Like, that's that's my favorite. That's kind of my favorite parts of the game. I really miss when they used to start off with two big tribes and then go to three afterwards. So, like, I like to see that two-tribe dynamic, just one. But, yeah, I liked it. I liked the twist. I think it was fun, and I like that we split, but I just think it came too early also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kyle, any thoughts? Look at your... Look, you're pondering over there. That's why I just wanted to I'm make not sure. Pondering. I'm tired of the small numbers. I don't care when it comes. Um, I, I would, I'd actually be fine with not doing this twist at all. It was going to mean yeah. that I have to deal with numbers of five or six because I just had that. So you haven't really presented a change for me. 
Mm. Um, I think it's exciting when you're talking about if you begin with two tribes that are larger and then you merge and then you split off to something smaller, that's a little bit of a different conversation. But this, all I've been dealing with is small numbers and I've been frustrated to point with that. I want to see what the politics look like when everyone's voting together and everyone's doing the same thing. Like, I'm tired of it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, t I agree because I, I felt like... Um... You know, it was kind of a weird start to the game with how Lulu was getting decimated. Like, it was so bad that, like, and who knows if we would have gotten a tribe swap anyway. But I feel like because of how bad Lulu was doing, like, a tribe swap was necessary. And then we finally get to the mergatory and we get this crazy tribal council where all every vote that was cast gets, gets you know, gets negated. And it's like, okay, now we're in this big group. All these tribal councils are going to be wild. And it's like, nope. We're going to spit our tires a little bit and we're going right back mm -hmm. to what we've just been doing the last, you know, five weeks yeah. of the game. Mm -hmm. And it absolutely um, changed who would go, who would have gone home that tribal. It would have been a completely different story had it been one tribe. I don't think I, um, I don't think Sifu would have been on the chopping block at all, to be totally honest with you. I think the eyes would have been on Bruce in this one and probably Caleb still. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been a totally different situation. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. um, so this has been a great season and a great cast, but this was like the first thing that popped up this season that I was like, ah, I don't really love this choice. Mm. Um, but um, I also did want to ask you guys a little bit because it feels like there's still so many Bellow people, still so many Reba people in the game with Caleb and Emily in the middle. And I feel like we keep getting like hints of like people feeling like, oh, there's going to be this Bellow Reba war. But I don't know if we're ever really going to get that because it feels like they're both at war, like within themselves. Yeah. <laughs> have like yeah. Bellow, where it's like Bruce and Katora going at it, and Kendra wants Bruce out, and then there's Kelly who like sees the frustrations with Bruce, but also knows that Bruce trusts her, so like wants to keep her as an ally. And then you have Jake, who's a part of Bellow, who like wants to work with Caleb. Caleb is Bruce's like number one target. And then even in Reba, we know that like Julie and Dee and Austin and Drew are close, but they were totally fine cutting J Maya. They're mm. totally fine getting rid of Sifu. Like, are we ever going to actually see a Bello Reba war? Or are they just going to be picking themselves off before we ever get that? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's hard to say, especially at this point, though. Like, there is only one Lulu left. So unless Emily becomes the target, it is in some way, shape, or form a Bello Reba fellow Rebo war but like not not to the extent because they were never fully together to the extent that they make it seem like they were i feel like right because right jay maya and sifu were on the outs of reba from the beginning mm -hmm. and bello is Be bello was weird from the start too and i don't even think no one's gone home from bello yet right it's it's um... still yeah bruce jake kelly uh katara uh, the other two. Oh no, Brando. Brando went home. Brando. Left. I'm, like, I'm looking at the cast list over here now, and I'm like, yeah. literally, which of these people were on what tribe? <laughs> right, Brando left. So coming into this episode, there were still five Reba, five Bello, mm. and two Lulu. Um, but I, I don't know. It just seems like they're looking so much like there's so much infighting within those original yeah. tribes. Yeah, I don't think it's um, going to be a war the way they think it's yeah. going to be a war. Right. 
Civil then, like, war. Well, it should be a war, and that's part of the problem too. If you had started this proper and you actually had two large tribes and whatever, then you can have smaller factions. But once you force them all to work independently but collectively in these smaller groups and you're mixing everyone up, well, now I have a history with this person because I did work with this person on this vote. I did this with that person. I've established something with them. So like I now the lines are blurred, which mm. could mean some excitement down the road. I guess we'll see how that goes. But like that Bellow Reba war, you're not going to quite get that the same because yeah. there's been already too much mixing. Yeah. yeah. Although at, at this point, Reba is to the point where I don't think there's going to be much more infighting because now we've got the, it's just the four. It's D, Julie, Austin, and Drew left for them. And so the infighting, we're now going to be moving over right. to Bellow as far as that goes. We're going to see that Katara Bruce battle come head yeah, to head. We already, I, we already missed it. I can't yeah. wait. It's bring like, it it's on, baby. It's, it's just funny to me too because like there was even a moment where like certain things that like you think might be like Reba wants to take a shot at Bella. Like how like vocal has Austin been about like oh I got denied that sandwich so I have to take out J Maya and Kelly and then in this episode we see him talking to Emily about how like he doesn't even want to take out Kelly yet, mm. who is a Bellow member, because then he's going to have a bigger target on his back because people will know that he has a full idol. Um, and it's just, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, and exactly, he'll actually have two. But, mm. um, but it's funny to me that like, uh, even in that moment, it's like you can literally target someone you're Reba, Austin. You can target someone in Bello and <laughs> Kelly and get a full idol and you're not willing to do it. It's like, that's why yeah. it feels like Reba and Bello are so unwilling to actually mm. fight with each other. Right. <laughs> like, it's just weird. Hard, I yeah. don't know. We Damn shall see. Master. But yeah, okay. Let's talk about the immunity challenge a little bit. Um this was a good one. It was like a classic, right? But because they broke up into two different groups, it was kind of a twist on it. Uh, these large poles uh, in the sand with these small, tiny little footholds. Uh, just basically the goal was to stay up as long as you could, longer than everybody else. Um, and the women killed it. Dee and Kelly absolutely smoked this competition. Dee and Kelly were comfy. Like yeah. they were Dee, not going anywhere. She had the, my favorite part was at one point D turns to the turned to the red team and they were and she was like, We're eating tonight, guys. We're eating today. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta really, tell you those really great D's, to see that toe that yeah. toe come into play. I was gonna say I was just, <laughs> I was just gonna say like those big toes, you know, like they're uh what a great payoff. What a great winner of this game. They're gonna win her this game. Very well, could she might have been a target had she not won that day? Yeah, absolutely. They actually, well, flat seen... out said she would have been the target. <laughs> yeah, Jake. Jake sees her as the most influential game uh, player in the game, which um, I think is a fair read. Honestly, yeah, She's... I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, yeah. She gives which does hint at a little bit. Yeah, not uh, quite which does this. hint though. It hints at a potential Reba Bello war if Jake is looking at D. So. Yeah. I'm interested to see where they end up going next episode because I feel like the two the two biggest options would be D and Bruce, but I think Bruce is going to be still going towards Katura now because of that. So we'll see. It's really it could go any number of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, it looked like you had something over there. 
Well, I have a very unrelated thought, not completely unrelated, but not related to what y'all is saying. It has to do with the challenge. So I want to know how they got up on this pole to begin with. Ladder. <laughs> a ladder. I was going to say, is it like a fire truck that goes down to each pole? <laughs> like, like, how does this happen? Because like some nah. people were very high on the pole. Some people were very, very low. And it's like, so how did you decide that, even if it is a ladder? Did we see them maybe when this challenge started? Had they already slid some? Did you really choose to be that low? Who would choose to be that low? They um, talked about this on the on the official podcast with Jeff. And um, he said that basically they let them choose where to start. And because the poles are supposedly much higher than they seem to be on TV, like they're they're like very, very tall. And so there okay. were some people that Fear were- heights. Yeah, that just like didn't want to be that high up. So they gave them the option to start a little lower so they could get their bearings more. But he then said on the podcast, too, he was like, I hated the way it looked, though. So from now on, they're all starting at the top, which mm -hmm. I thought was funny. That is funny. Well, it's not supposed to be about you, Jeff. So there's a side. Yeah, well, but like, so, producer. so how much time passes like after that, though? Like, so you get up there on the ladder and like, am I waiting for that one all the way down there? Yeah, to that's a good question. Before we start, like, am I, I already burnt? I wonder like, if there's 12 ladders and they all go up together at the same time. I'm I like, have right, production, so. And production comes together. Boom, and then we yeah, start. Really. Like, Probably. Yeah, I mean, like. I think it's a fair question. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see how that all. Let's get a survivor. Like, you know, here, you know, my dream, my dream job is the dream team. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh God, I want to do it so bad. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. gotta we gotta get somebody on here uh, to tell us to tell us yeah. things. Yeah. Are you yeah. just hanging up there, just waiting for like you know, D or Julie to shuffle up the pole and like now it's gotta <laughs> for just D to get her toes in there. Long? Right. Exactly. Like, are you good, yet, girl? Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> like how does that really work yeah, yeah but, i mean to. they have to be up there for a, um, a little a, like a, a some more amount of time because like emily dropped right away and it didn't look like she had just gotten up there and fallen off so it's like she was up there for some some amount of time before she fell right yeah right. i'd be yeah. curious to know what 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 the setup of that looks like that's all i agree um but so, yeah, we did have two groups. The red group was D, Jake, Austin, Julie, Caleb, and Kentura. And then the blue group was Kelly, Bruce, Sifu, Kendra, uh, Kendra Emily, and Drew. Okay. okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Kelly won from her heat, but D won the overall thing. And this was not just an immunity challenge, but also a reward challenge. So D, because she lasted the longest for the red team, uh, they all got to go to the sanctuary and enjoy some tacos and some soft drinks. Um, this also meant that the blue team that, that lost, uh, they had to go back to the old Lulu camp. So while the red team was eating tacos and talking and, and all that, the blue team went over and it was very interesting to see because we found out that Drew left his bag at the, at the, uh, the Reba camp, which meant he didn't have his safety without power advantage. Mm -hmm. Um, and really like. No, they didn't have any food, right? I mean, I can, I can imagine there's there's no food there at all. At least if you get to go back to your actual camp, like maybe you have something, you know, some coconut or something that's uh, one last fish that's laying around that you can that you can cook or something. Like um, this was a anything rough go for the blue the blue side. Anything that would have been there would have came back when they when they merged. So there is just yeah. nothing, just yeah. nothing. Um. 
I, I thought it was interesting, Drew, too, because of that. Like, he felt very vulnerable, obviously. So we saw him having multiple conversations. One where he was, like, talking to Bruce, like, yeah, Sifu seems like the obvious target. But then later on uh, was telling somebody else, like, no, we got to get Bruce out. Like, it was very interesting to see Drew try to maneuver, uh, like, how to figure out. Because he, he, I think people have been thinking that Sifu has an idol, right? So he was thinking there's three Bellow members there. If they want to vote out Sifu, but he has an idol, I'm going home. Um, what did you think of Drew, like his scrambling, uh, you know, here without yeah. having his advantage and all that stuff? I totally, I mean, he obviously it worked out well for him in the end, but I, I totally get the scramble though, because it's like that could have been a game ruining move, leaving just leaving the bag at camp could have sent him home and he would have like left with his bag still at camp with that advantage still in his bag, and that would have sucked. So, well, I. Even- I, I remember reading something this week that like because you know, people were asking like why Sifu didn't try to like do anything with like the fake idol or whatever and it's because he also left his bag yeah. at camp and didn't have any like he couldn't use anything with it and you know Matt brings up here we've seen this happen last season too like it, it's been like a thing that we've seen happen like the last couple of seasons of people just don't bring their bags to challenges and then they have nothing when it comes time yeah. to go to tribal yeah and if you I bet you you probably feel like you're safe once you've merged like it's like oh I'm not gonna sure so it's like why bring the bag it's heavy extra weird don't want to deal with it i feel like for me man i even even like in regular life sometimes i'll show up places and never take my backpack off i think if i was on that beach that backpack would be with me at all times yeah i don't think i'd go anywhere without it or yeah i mean it's like an idol or something like like an an advantage just keep it in your pocket or something don't even keep it in a bag get some tight undies you know because then it's also like you know people (laughs) people have the ability to like go through your shit if you're not there like just keep it on you you know right right so it happened with the with them at the tribe swap was it brando that they literally like opened his bag and searched through it while he was gone i uh it was right it was d and d and julian they had to like memorize so. the knot was it and... sean was it sean sean that's it was what it sean. Was. It you're was right sean. you're right you're right yeah because he had like the fancy tie on it too so like mm-hmm. they like memorized the tie what order everything was in right yeah i mean so yeah absolutely that bag not leaving my side mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. i guess at the end of the day like there was nothing in there so didn't matter right. but still I think for Drew, though, this may have actually worked in his favor. Like, yes, we saw him scramble and everything, but now you've got that advantage for a rainy day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whereas you may not have scrambled so hard and you may have just, like, tried to use it. Um, I will say, though, it didn't seem – maybe it was because he scrambled so hard and so fast, but it didn't seem like anybody was really going that direction anyway. So he might have been all right without it regardless. But, it was a soft scramble. Like, yeah, a soft, a soft scramble. A soft scramble. I do love a scrambled egg. <laughs> Low heat. <laughs> Low heat. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> um. So back at the same camp where where Drew was scrambling, we also saw Kendra doing a lot of work to try to get mm. votes on Bruce. Um, but it was Kelly stepping in because. Like I was saying earlier, obviously she sees the frustrations that everyone else sees with working with Bruce, but more than Kendra, uh, you know, more than Jake, Kelly sees Bruce as an ally because he seems to trust her no matter what. Um, so what do, what do you think? Do you think it's like a good idea for Kelly to keep Bruce around in this in this case, or like 
do you think the better play would have been to take Bruce out? I mean, for Kelly, Bruce is a shield because yeah. no one is no one is bringing her name up as long as he's around, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I totally get like her, from her perspective that instinct to let's let's keep this guy in the game a little longer. I also she might not have felt it's hard to say how much they know about how out on the out Sifu was. So she might have felt like if we don't get this guy out now, while there's not a lot of Reba around, we'll never get him out. I think that was so that's like I, I think from her perspective it makes total sense that this isn't the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the same yeah. reasons it makes sense that Kendra was like, this is the time, you know? Right. Right. She felt like this was like her opportunity. Yeah. But this, it would have been yeah. really sad to see Bruce go without Katura being there. That would have been really anticlimactic. Yeah, right. she deserves to be there for the eviction. Party. She deserves give her, give, <laughs> give her the snuffer. Let her do it. Yeah, let her do it. <laughs> did oh, you God, did I'm you good. think uh, did you think Bruce might play his idol in this in their tribal council for a second maybe, but I don't know. I honestly didn't. It they didn't tried to fake like... us out though. You yeah, could they see did, that like but... they showed him. It looked like he was kind of reaching for something, but like. No, it didn't seem to me in that tribal that he needed to be worried, really. Like Kendra mm-hmm. did some talking to like get the, I guess, to calm Sifu a little bit, but it didn't really seem like no. there was ever any doubt. It gained no, st- it gained no steam. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. Did you notice all of the like the rolling of the eyes that Bruce was doing too every time that Kendra talked in the tribal council? <laughs> Like she oh, was I talking did. about how this was like yeah. it was like a great time to like make connections and build trust with people that you want to work with moving forward. And every time she was saying something like that, Bruce was rolling her eyes. Uh, I mean, uh, Bruce was rolling his eyes because we saw him at one point earlier in the episode too, like talking to Kelly, being like, um, "Oh, Kendra's throwing my name out there right now." And I, I'm just like, I'm interested to see like as much as like the Katura Bruce rivalry has been fun. Like, I'm very interested to see how like. Kendra and Bruce get along moving forward too. Yeah. It was interesting that he was able to pick up on that so easily because it was like, yeah, that's exactly what she's doing. How'd you, how'd you know? Yeah. But so we'll see if it's going to be hard for them to get him out without him playing that idol. I think, I, cause I think he will pick up on it if his name is being thrown around. So that's yeah. going to have to be something that's like a stealth mission, man. Mm. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, that first tribal council with the blue team, they went, Sifu was voted out. I think it was five to one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just missed out on the jury. Just that missed out. Sucks. Oh, Poor it guy. sucks. Poor guy. Poor guy. So yeah, I took it. I took a hit in that one. Uh, Sifu was Finally. Gone. I say finally. That's two in a row for you, man. Oof. I know, Jay Maya and Sifu, the two Reba members that were on the outs. The two Reba members. <laughs> but I also think that you're safe with who you have left. Like, you've got strong people left. So, like, Austin's mm-hmm. in it to the five at the very least. There's no yeah. way he's I th- I'm that. feeling good about he'll Austin. He'll win challenges, too. Yeah. I'm very I, surprised. I'm, well, I'm very surprised that of all the Lulu members, <laughs> Emily, Emily yeah. is the last one standing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
she's probably good for a while too. I don't think there's gonna be a target on she her. She is good for a while. Ah, oh, much to my chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she is good for a while. Emily is set up real nice in this game. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. especially because she's the only Lulu left. Like, it's like there's no reason to target yeah. her. Yeah. Unless it's like an e unless you want to call mm -hmm. it an easy vote, but at this point, I'm not even sure it is. But yeah. I will say, out of the four of us. One of I us know, still has four people left on We know, team. Mikey. We know. So, whatever. We know. Whatever. Because let me tell you something. Saying. You can only end with one. There's That's that. true. That's and very true. And I'm also left. like, I'm also actively rooting against one of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, which one? I've just Bruce. Been, I want Katara to get Bruce out. I just think it would be yeah. great. We all want so, Bruce out. We can sacrifice TV, one for TV. the plot. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, I also, Where I was am saying, I? where's Team early. Petty? Am I doing okay? Do I at oh, least yeah, have well, two? Yeah, you do, you do. The three of us all have two left at this point. Yeah, oh, okay. The three of us all have two left, two out, and Mikey's got all four in. But I was saying to Gina earlier, there. <laughs> I was saying, uh, Gina. Uh, saying to Gina earlier that like it's funny to me that like not only has your entire team, Mikey, made it to the merge, but everyone in your team has made it to jury at the very least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that was the blue group. Sifu goes home. Let's talk about the red group because they had their merge feast, uh, not their merge feast. Oh my God. Their taco feast. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously a lot of people were thinking about Caleb um, because of course he was technically voted out unanimously in the last episode, but then, uh, shot in the dark was saved um but i'm curious what you guys think about like what was going on with this group because we saw katura get some very interesting information um obviously i think it was what d julie and austin were thinking about caleb voting him out um but then we had caleb who's very close with jake and then katura uh possibly deciding to split the votes um, until Katura was filled in that Bruce has an idol. Everyone else that she's been working with in this game knew about this idol, except for her. And that not only that, but she was tricked because when Jake was, you know, claiming that he was looking for his rings, he was actually trying to help Bruce find this idol. Uh, and the plan to split yeah. these votes kind of just fell apart. Um, what did you think about all this, this stuff? This is wild. Bad call on Caleb's part to share that information at that time. I get like he was trying to build that trust or whatever and get that in there, but damn, did that backfire. And like, it makes sense too. Like if I had gotten that information and I'm in Katara's shoes, I'm like, Oh, these people do not want to work with me. Like I'm not part of this at all. I'm way on the outs here. So might as well be on the outs on this side and be part of the vote, not be risking going to rocks for anything. Like it absolutely made sense for her to make that decision. And I'm interested to see, how, how it works moving forward with when they get all go back together, how that's going to affect everything. Mm. Like, could she potentially uh, find herself on the outs with Bello? Yeah. I mean, she could, she could try to join up in this Reba tribe, but there's also, there's also some interesting stuff happening on the, um, the next on as far yes. as alliances go see so. i go out of my way to not watch them i know so i, I won't i, I, I know you do so i'm not gonna bring, i'm not gonna go into detail 
I don't really know why you avoid them because I always talk about them. Spoilers. But they're not spoilers. (laughs) They're not spoilers. It's the next time. Right. They're they're meant for everyone to see. I will say that I always do miss it because I'm usually texting at the end of something or I'm checking Twitter. So I always miss it. Then all of a sudden I'm looking at Phil. So whatever. Yeah. So So like, yeah. Be interested to see how this works out for them and if they can pull off what they're talking about if they really follow through with it. Because that would be yeah cool, but yeah no well, I it kind of worked out the way I thought it was gonna work out once he once he said he was gonna tell her that yeah because now, also it, you, well, sorry I was gonna say also though, oh no go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> also, what's interesting is that Jake has kept talking about how meanwhile Austin's pretty with two titles well essentially. In his pocket, like that man is not scared of anything right now. I don't know. I know, I know. I don't think See, I feel I, like t- it was more likely Katara decides to go to the other side and flip the vote than Austin flip the vote to the other side. Right. I just mm-hmm. I feel like they could have um I feel like Jake and Caleb could have covered their tracks a little better. Like oh, if you absolutely. if you want to like I cuz I I do get the the idea behind we should be the ones to tell Katura this rather than Austin cuz she finds out from Austin first that Bruce has an idol it's going to look really bad on us. So I mm-hmm. get that part. But I feel like all right, well then let's come up with a story about how we know this. Like I don't think they they took that extra yeah. step of being like listen, we happen to be with Bruce when he found the beware advantage. He like made us promise to not tell you because he doesn't trust you. So we didn't want to blow up our own game by saying like, well, we, we are working with Katara. Like, I feel like you could have made up a story being like, Bruce found this advantage. We happen to be there when it happened. So we helped him find the idol. Uh, yeah. But now we really feel like you should, you should know this information because we're working with you. Like I felt like the way they went about it of just being like, yeah, Bruce has an idol. We just didn't tell you. And then Jake being like, "Yeah, I wasn't really looking for my rings." It was like that was like well, the worst. Well, because she she immediately clocked this. him on it too. She was like, "Oh, that's why you dropped your rings. You pretended you're right. like she knew it immediately." And I think it kind of caught him off guard that she clocked him on it too. Yeah, it's also what's interesting. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. As far as this season goes, <laughs> yeah. what's interesting is that there's been a lot of oversharing. There's been a lot of like truth telling and like giving the whole story. And yeah. so far up to this point, it has worked for these people. So at this point, like, it's like, oh, just letting people know the truth works. It makes you feel like you trust them. But we're at the point where it's like, no, that's not going to, that's not going to fly anymore. Like you need yeah. to, like, it's just, uh, it's kind of like that, like almost like a wake up call. I get at least, well, not for Caleb because Caleb's out, but for Jake, at least to be like, oh, I can't, I can't share all of this information and immediately gain someone's trust just for telling the truth anymore. Like that's not going to fly at this point in the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Katura did not take the news well and realized that she could not trust the people that she thought she could trust, uh, decided to vote with the Reba side. And Caleb was voted out four to two. Uh, this also set up another interesting thing because right as Caleb was leaving, we saw Jake stand up and say, Julie, it was me. We can talk about it. Like, what do you think this means for uh, for Jake's game moving forward now? <laughs> no shit, it was you, Jake. Like, duh. Like, what what is there to talk about? Obviously. Well, sure. Well, sure. Sure. But, like, a lot no, of other players. No, but I still think it was good for him to fess right. up to it right away. It's not something right. that we were having in a conversation 
under the palm, you know, like how we yeah. used to usually do with the night vision and all that. No, I'm coming clean right in front of everybody right now. Let's have a conversation. I want everyone to know that I'm down for the conversation. Mm. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Well, y'all done woke me up talking about my baby. I, I no! thought this was a good move. Is a good move. <laughs> I, I did think this was interesting for a couple of different reasons, too, because I do think many other players wouldn't have said anything and then would have tried to cover their ass later. But I also felt like, right. okay, he's owning the, he's owning up to this now to Julie. But I also felt like this was smart on Jake's part because Caleb is leaving as the first jury member. So you're reinforcing to Caleb that I voted for Julie. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if Caleb leaves True. thinking, like, was it Katura that voted for me or was it Jake that voted for me? Now, Jake, if he's there in the end, he's made sure that Caleb knows I'm the one that voted for Julie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit of jury management, too, which I thought was was interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I just said, you should have, like honesty is not always the best policy in this game. And like, while I don't think this specific thing is going to really backfire on him because it's like, of, like, of course it was Jake. Like there's no, there's no real other, there's really no other option. Like it's Jake. Yeah, I don't think anyone questions it at that point. Right. It's Jake or Katura. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so if anything, what he's doing is almost helping Katura rather than helping him. Yeah. Like it's almost being like, Hey, Katura voted with you guys. It wasn't me. I don't know. It's just felt unnecessary from my perspective, but my perspective is that of not being there in the moment. So Fair. who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, do I think it depends on how the rest of the rest of the events kind of play out. Yeah. Because I, I do think there is there is some value in owning what you've done publicly rather than privately. Because those conversations were going to happen once you got back to yeah. camp anyway. So once you own that in front of everyone, it's almost it removes some of the emotion from it. And mm -hmm. now it becomes a game thing. And it's like, well listen I made this. It was a bad game move. I'm saying I did it. It was wrong. Sorry. Yeah. It failed. Yeah. Because well, you want to play with me now? You know I had the constitution to make the hard decisions right. to do the things that maybe would make me look unpopular. So that doesn't make me necessarily an unattractive person to work with. Um, yeah. Because I've got a strong spirit. Um, I definitely do so think I, I, you're you're right in that mm -hmm. it like fizzles out that emotion for sure because like they have a whole boat ride to stew where they can't talk to each other on the way back to camp so like it kind of I feel like you're right like in that it does sort of bring that flame down a little bit. Oh my Sorry. god! They get on a boat after this? Yeah, they get on a boat. I actually didn't know that either. There. They have to sit I there. I think in about that. I, did. I truly thought they walked with their torches all the way back. I didn't think they actually no, got yeah, back. So I never gave it any thought. I'm pretty sure. That was part yeah. of the tribal that you have to make this grand pilgrimage to the, the council and you have to walk all the way back. I honestly yeah. never thought about yeah. it. Like, like, I mean, if you think about it, yeah. that boat where, like, no one's talking. Like, not allowed to the talk. torches are all like... blown out, right? And all you hear is. <laughs> and no one's <laughs> waves crashing. Pitch black and nobody's talking. Like that's like the funniest scenario. I to imagine love some that. Of these and in. there's like this... especially when you think of some of those more contentious like tribals. Mm -hmm. Like I can't imagine the silence. And there's like, like there's oh like a God. producer standing there like like a teacher like. Right. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. Have our night vision cameras. Those are back in camp. So don't that's, say a word. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that adds a whole different layer to how I look at them. Yeah. From 
the end of the tribal conversation to the beginning of that camp convo. Like that, those two. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah. So wait. like they have that entire yeah. time. Like, and you're yeah. you're absolutely right. Like if someone doesn't fess up right away, it's like, oh, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna be the whole time. I'm like, who is it? Who did it? What's going on? I, how am I gonna? How am I gonna? How am I gonna approach this at camp? Like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? How am I gonna handle this? But like. What on the other like when he's like yeah, it was but... me we'll talk about it later like it's like oh okay we'll talk to Jake later see how this goes you know like I feel like it definitely like simmers that a little bit for sure yeah. I didn't even think about it, it simmers like that. that a little bit it it also changes how that conversation at camp goes a little bit you know because you're not okay imagine you're walking something just happened a decision was made that you are not thrilled with right but you're also walking you got the fucking grains of sand in between your toes you're fucking pissed off you're hungry like so now you're like you're mad cranky and then you get back and then you're having this conversation it certainly puts you in a different frame of mind if you were only sitting on a boat you're getting the breeze you're definitely enjoying the moonlight hitting on the water <laughs> um you're enjoying the experience of the wind in your hair right that's certainly something you're not experiencing while you're on the island you know we can get in the car and put the windows down and have that experience they're not getting it right so this is a moment where they are probably forced to be silent right because we've never heard or seen any like boat conversation no, they can't talk so now you get off the and there's a certain them. level of refreshment mm. that maybe would come from you right so spirits are a little bit higher and you've had time to silently and privately and individually reflect on what happened yeah. in that tribal yeah, that can that can significantly change your mindset going into whatever conversation you're going to be faced with. And if you get ahead of it beforehand and say like, hey, listen, I did this. We're going to talk about it later. I now at least have 10 to 15 minutes of unfrustrated travel time yeah. <laughs> you know, to kind of mull this one over. Yeah, Unless you get seasick. And then, <laughs> oh baby, that's gonna be miserable. well. Then now the whole thing has been broken up, and now the big focus is that, like, oh my gosh, ha ha ha! Wasn't it so funny when Gina was like puking her brains out? Ah, Why is it always gotta be me? If one of us is gonna puke, because oh, you were the only one the that I wasn't boat. talking to in that moment. <laughs> 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 like that's all. Um, special shout out to Liz. Starting to believe my oh. theory that they secretly brush their teeth. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes, they do. Don't tell me it's just twigs and charcoal. No, Absolutely man. not. There's way they too have many. pressed toothbrushes out there. There are far too many people that formula. have played Survivor that we would know. Someone would have spilled. No, already. I don't think that they, there's there hundreds of people that, that like have when played. You go on these shows you're not allowed to say, and I feel like that is one of the non-negotiables. They will make you give back yeah, your stipends, give back your later, winnings. Though, if you... Because this show's been around since like if you know there was a financial, If you know there is a financial consequence... Do they or is Jeff Probst still has a lock on this? No, <laughs> even maybe maybe 20 years ago, may, maybe 20 years ago they were using some palms, but these even days, 10 years ago, era, uh uh, they sling the toothbrushes <laughs> just as easy as you can find water down by the well. Oh, absolutely not, they are absolutely brushing their teeth. I won't hear it, I won't hear it, I can't have it. No way, Kyle. Here's what That's I'm gonna do for you. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna what you gonna do? I'm gonna pledge to only brush my teeth with twigs and charcoal for a month, 
and we're going to see I how much. I would like for you to not do that. <laughs> I beg of you not to do that, please. Exactly. For the many people I'm, I'm here for it. I'm honestly, I'm on board. I, I say yes, no. do it. And we'll of do an experiment. And if the heteros still look the same, Those then... of us. No. Please don't do this. Michael, do you I'm think. Do you think that there's right. so many reasons not to do this? Let um, me ask you this: You're Kyle. trying to pursue a career. Um, no one wants to. No one wants to get your hot, um, furry teeth breath in their face because you only use twigs. Furry teeth. Do you think that they're? Do you think that on the island they're brushing with toothpaste, or do you think they just have toothbrushes and like they're just brushing like with water? Do you think that you think they get toothpaste out there? They got the little. They got the little crisp like mini toothbrushes with the little ball. Of mint in there. I don't know why you think there are many toothbrushes. There are millions of dollars going into production value of this show. You know the ones I'm talking okay, about? They the do not have any ones. I know. The they don't have, the yes. I know exactly what you're talking about, but that's not what they have because they're better than that. <laughs> like they got good toothbrushes. I, they probably even got the little cover, little travel cover. Click, click, click. <laughs> Make sure your bristles don't get all fucked up. Well, they Absolutely do. Not. They do have their contacts there with them. They have to go put their contacts. They they like have like little cases. That they're they put their sure, contacts with sure. the toothbrush is right next to it. The toothbrush is right next to it. Man. I don't know. The contacts in now I can see and now I'm brushing my teeth. I'm still on team no brush. I think they're I not brushing. I, I feel like it, it, there's too many people that have played this game for too long that someone would have spilled. Yeah, someone, someone would have spilled the beans somewhere. A secret recording of somebody talking about with, it would have Especially with online. like TikTok and everything now, like everyone is so accessible. There's no yeah. way. I agree. It would have leaked. It would have leaked. Too many players internationally, too. You know, mm -hmm. like we all watch Australian Survivor. Um, There's New Zealand somebody Survivor. somewhere. They're not part of the conversation, though. I do believe, I do believe they probably got some minis, too. But I would sooner believe that Australia is doing a no toothbrush thing before I believe that we did. I believe we have actually. Uh, they're seen, rough and tumble down on there. Okay? I believe we've seen clips on Australian Survivor of them using charcoal. On their teeth, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, we have. And we definitely we have. have seen Sean. Are we really? But are we going to be so on. naive to believe that's the only time this person brushed their teeth? Uh, that's what they did for you, for the for the people at home. Oh, the camera's I, gone. The camera's gone. Give me that crest. Maybe I'm crest. just gullible, man. Who knows? I just think after all these years, <laughs> maybe I'm just I, a conspiracy I, theorist. <laughs> I agree with you. I think after all these years, with how many players have played this game across the globe. At least one person would have spilled the beans. Yeah. That's at this point. Maybe we just didn't find it. Have you watched every pod interview? Did you watch everything? But I feel like that's the type of thing that like somebody would have screen like screen recorded and, and posted again. Been like, hey, they No, CBS made you take it down. No. There's a whole cleansing thing going on here. <laughs> This is unrelated. Do we know forget we're not getting a live finale this season, are we? Do we know? Oh, have I have any... no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Finale. Well, I guess we'll Here's find Strat out. Chat with a question. What is a deal with Jal's teeth? Because <laughs> <laughs> all y'all liars. <laughs> if you don't give me the answer I want, liar, liar, liar. You should write into Jeff's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I already know he's going to lie. If you got everybody else lying, he's going to lie. <laughs> yeah. No, he's true. the biggest I'm liar sorry. of them all. Exactly. He's like the wizard. Oh, my <laughs> he's, God. he's like the wizard. <laughs> Who goes there? I got, I got the no time for Jeff Probst. I got no time. <laughs> <laughs> the puppet master, baby. Uh, 
I'm going to try to rein this back in a little bit here. (laughs) I'm going to try to rein this in. So, okay. Sifu has left. Caleb has left and is the first jury member. Now, I do think that the people that we have left, uh, this is going to, I think, create some interesting uh, situations because Katura just voted with Reba. Okay. And if she's not feeling good with people like Jake and and, and Bruce uh, and possibly other people in Bellow, um, I wonder if we could kind of see her switch sides. But what's interesting is that we saw Sifu leave tonight. So like while Jake, you know, tried to vote out Julie and Caleb ended up leaving, a Bellow member still did not leave. Caleb left and Sifu left. Mm. So there are still five Bellow members. Now there are four Reba members and one Lulu member. Now let's just say hypothetically, Katura switches to the Reba side. If Bello manages to pull in Emily, we could still have like a five-five split here. Like this, this does make the game very interesting, and like it also makes me feel like Jake might not be in that bad of a situation, um, even though he voted Julie instead of Caleb. Because I feel like he might still be able to go and be Bello strong minus Katora. Um, Bello might all turn on Katura potentially, you know, depending on what Jake says, how he plays it. Like, mm-hmm. what do you guys think about this, about the, you know, the state of the game moving forward here with five Bello, four Reba, one Lulu kind of just hanging out there and, and, and some, you know, dissension within the Bello ranks because of Katura. I have a feeling we're less, we're not very likely to see a Bello strong situation here. I think especially Emily feels much, it seems that Emily feels much more comfortable with Drew and Austin than with anybody on Bello. Sure. So I imagine her going back in that direction. Katura has now voted with Bello. So it feels like she might be looking for options in that situation too. Kendra desperately wants Bruce out of there. So the best way to go do that is to go on over to the other side. I think the only two, the only two, three people that are truly like still going to be Bello strong would be Kelly, Jake and Bruce. I don't think anybody else feels that. Um, I don't think, well, anybody else, I don't think Kendra and Katura feel that, um, feel that alliance as strongly as the, as the other three do. Yeah. Do you think Bruce is the most at risk then? Like moving forward, like into next, the next episode? Do you think, cause I feel like if Katura, like, let's say she swaps and says, I'm going to work with Reba now. And then Kendra is still dead set on, on, on working to get Bruce out. Like, and she sees working with Reba and Katura as the as the most likely option. I feel like Bruce, obviously, he has an idol, so who knows what yeah. will happen. But like, he's in a precarious mm-hmm. situation for sure. But if he yeah. plays that idol, if he, if they can keep him, if they can keep him like safe, feeling like he's safe, and he, they get him to not play that idol, I mean, he, he's definitely he's definitely at risk. And uh, but it also depends on like he could also win immunity. We don't know who's going to be right, absolutely coming out on top and all these challenges moving forward. Would you it's agree though that pretty split now that right. Caleb's out of there? There's yeah. no like clear, uh, like athletic front runner. Yeah, for sure. Would you agree though that you think that Bruce is probably the next biggest target on, on, the, so. on the chopping block? I think so. so. Like, let's say, let's say he either wins Bruce immunity, D, or, right? Okay, I was gonna say if he uses his idol or wins immunity, who do you think is the next up? You think it's D? Well, well they've said they people have straight up said like D feels like a feel, D feels like a threat in this game. So that's definitely a name that'll get thrown out. Um I don't see them going really for Julie or Austin. Emily is obviously in a precarious situation because she's the only Lula left, but I don't think that that's the direction we're heading either. Bruce is 
targeting Katara and Kendra a little bit now too. So it, I don't know. It's it's really hard to say who would be next up on that list. Yeah. Well, I think that Jake could actually have some problems depending on how he manages this whole mm, Julie thing. True. You know, like we have to kind of see how that conversation goes. You know, um, she's still in the boat mulling it over. <laughs> you know, so They're still sitting right. there, stewing. Right. She's still stewing. <laughs> well, okay. Let's be on the boat. I, I, I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kyle's leaving, and I was just about oh, to do something fun. No. I was oh, just no. about to do something fun. I'm so sorry. I literally can't hold it anymore. I, I just can't. <laughs> That's okay. I can pivot to something else. I can pivot to something else that I wanted to bring okay, up. Okay, what do you got, Gina? What do you got? So I don't know if I have the hot take or if Matt Blevins has the hot take, but he had posted in the chat about how much he loved that fast forward. I hated that they did that i was so mad because what i get from that if i see you know jake is talking about his plan and this is what we're gonna do and it's gonna work out perfectly i'm gonna do this 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 now we're seeing clips from the tribal that's going to come about what's gonna happen that tells me oh it's not gonna work this plan isn't gonna work it's gonna fall to shit it's not and i now i know halfway through the episode that whatever plan i'm watching trying to unfold is just dead in the water how many do you do you know how many votes they showed in that flash forward? I don't remember. I believe it was just one for each. I think I yeah, I think it was one and one. Okay, because I don't mind it then, honestly. Like, because we know we're getting a vote that's going to be split between Julie and Caleb. Like, I don't know. I I I kind of liked it. I actually thought it was given a little heist movie moment. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just like the fact that they showed it to me. I was like, oh, so everything that I'm I get, watching yeah. is for nothing. You know. I get what you're saying, but I also think it's like. It could have gone any number of ways, you know, like it just like we had like the two most prominent options, but there is another, there's a couple other ways that that could have gone, you know? So it's, I didn't, it, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was like, kind of like, an, Oh, well, that's a cool moment. But it's also like, I don't think they would have done it if there was only one tribal in the episode. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's not something that would have happened had there only been one tribal to go to because we had two separate tribals that we're looking at in the same episode. Like, I feel like they had the, they felt like they could play a little bit more with the, with the form and that. Kyle, well, to catch yeah. you up, we're talking about the flash forward. Hated it. Oh, <laughs> why did you hate it? Oh my, I'm alone on this? No, 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 no. We this split. started, this started out with it. me talking about how much I couldn't stand yeah. it. <laughs> Gina hated it. Yeah. Me and Mikey what is liked the point? it. Of course. <laughs> that seems like this survivor split in this house. No, what is the point of that? Like, I, I was looking at it. I'm like, wait, did I miss this? What? What is? What am I looking at? You didn't make it clear to me that it was a flash forward until it was basically over. Then I just kept questioning myself whether or not I had seen it or not. I never need that. I never need that. Um especially coming from Big Brother, I like to believe that what I'm watching is fresh, even though in Survivor, I know it's not. Like, don't play games with me. All right, I already know you're leaving out the toothbrush stuff. You're leaving <laughs> oh, out so many other God. conversations that I don't know anything about. And now you're flash forwarding? Oh, now, you, now you're really playing games. See, but like- I, I, didn't, I didn't mind it, though, because the first question I asked was like, because I couldn't remember, how many votes did they actually show? And from what Mikey and Gina was saying was that it was one for each. And we knew at this point that the vote was going to be split between Caleb and Julie. So, like, doing a little bit of a flash forward uh, did not bother me at all. Because it showed me exactly what I was expecting to come anyway. Um, And then I was still 
thought it was exciting when we got to tribal council and we got to find out that Katura had switched her vote uh, because of, you know, the information that she got. I thought it made it almost more exciting when we did get there because leading up to it, I'm thinking we're getting a split vote and then we end up getting something totally different. Katura is going to switch and it's going to be 4-2 instead of 3-3. I liked it. Kyle, what I had said was the reason why I didn't like it was because of literally the opposite of what you just said, in my opinion. I was like, I'm watching this as he is explaining how he's going to pull off this split vote. So the fact that I'm now watching a flash forward while he's telling us this plan, I was like, oh, so the plan's not working. I already know Mm -hmm. right now from this moment that everything he's saying is for nothing because it's not going to happen. That's also not good. I, for me, it's like I'm always up for some creative and experimental editing in a show like this because, like, sometimes it really works and it gives us some really cool moments or some really funny moments, like the way they like have edited been editing Katara's Bruce rants. I, I feel like I've said Katara's name a thousand times today, but <laughs> she's a character. But yeah, no, the way like they edit her rants, like sometimes that's new. I think like th- there was she did it. There was a confessional clip that they posted of her where she wasn't speaking, which I think was the first time they'd ever done that. If I, I was think so, yeah, seeing correctly on the social medias. So like it's sometimes it really pays off, and we're gonna, and sometimes uh, not everybody likes it. But I'm always down for trying something a little new and fun and exciting. Yeah, even if it I also have to say work. Just along the same vein with like editing and production and stuff, I have to say they've been killing it with like the music and stuff. Oh this yeah, season. the music is killer, man. And I that's always been a bright spot to me hard. with um like. That's always been a bright spot to me with like Australian Survivor. I feel like the music goes so hard in those episodes. The music is so and, good. In yeah, and, and and I'm wondering if they're trying to maybe catch up a little bit here for us. It does uh, you feel know, for, like for U.S. Survivor. It does feel like certain things are leaning towards Australian Survivor. Like this, this split tribal, I think, is something we have seen on Australian tribe uh, Survivor before. Yes, like I think that's yes, something that like has come from that sort of world. But I don't know. I just I always like to see you got to try shit. You got to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. So, yeah, I like that. Not everyone's yeah. going to like everything. Well, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. I think that Survivor is doing a much better job with experimenting and like trying new things than like Big Brother is doing and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, it is. It is. I don't like to slander my show. <laughs> You know, but Big Brother definitely has some failed twists, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. The last thing that I really have to talk about is the next on, because I want to get into it just a little, little bit. But before okay. that, um, there was something that Matt Blevins in the chat said earlier about giving uh, Gina a night off from trying to get her to lead Oh, no. Never. Never, um, never. Give it to Ma- her good. Actually, Mikey, I wanted to ask you, have you ever leadled on this podcast? Like like Patrick from SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob, yeah. Exactly. Right. Little, 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 like that. Michael. Like, oh, there we go. So easy. He just does it. He just so does easy. It. Just checking to see if that's even what we meant. That wasn't even the official. I will Lidl. absolutely. That was just a tester. It's a SpongeBob quote. I'll quote. I'll do any SpongeBob quote at any time. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to so you know, we really got into leadling. We really got into oh, leadling because of our friends Lewis and Michelle from the Amazing Race. You know, they really kicked off the leadling for us, and it, and it became kind of a bit on on the podcast. And everyone else that we've asked to has leadled. Gina has not. Um, she still has not. Uh, Come on, even, even throughout all the begging, yeah. 
And so t- today, earlier today, Matt Blevins posted something. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I knew this Lito, was going to come to bite me. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. So I decided <laughs> that I was going to change how I present this because normally we've just been pulling a clip from the cartoon, like the SpongeBob cartoon. But I made a little graphic for this. So now every oh, time that yeah. we Lidl on this podcast, this is what the oh, folks dear. that are out there watching are going to see. What are they going to see? So even if Gina, even if Gina won't ladle herself, she is still gonna be a part of the ladling tradition. Gina, on what this is the podcast. big deal? Just say she refuses so she refuses. hardcore. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> We've had people from the mole do the Lidl. We've had so many Lidls. <laughs> like, and she just still refused. Like, it's not hard. Just go do just Yeah. Lidl, Lidl, Lidl. Like, I just did it. Mikey did it. Lidl, Lidl, Lidl. did it. All you have to do is Lidl. But since you I'll refuse, all day. since you refuse, every time it plays now, your face is going to be in that graphic. Great. Great. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, Gina, this and we is should like also go back on your Instagram so and find like Christmas Day versions of Gina and put that on the side, like holiday, holiday non leading oh, Gina. I've, <laughs> like I've already, like that. I've already been going uh, back to uh, Gina's uh, Instagram to look for the perfect picture. I was trying to find like a picture of her as a mermaid. Not you stalking only... me. Oh, of course exist. I was. Um, but but there's uh, also uh, pictures of you just at, like at the beach in Montauk, and I figured for the Lidl, we're, like we're gonna make Gina the Lidl mermaid. That's what Gina she's going to be from little now mermaid. on. She's my yeah. little mermaid. Lady so, Jane. Gina and I were in the Michael, how dare together. you on a live stream. That's still <laughs> your name in my, in my phone. And it's I will say, Jane. before either we, of you. Three of us did the Little Mermaid together. That's true. <laughs> we did. We sure did. Yeah, yeah we sure did. Oh, we sure man. Did. Oh. I can't stand uh, you. Lady Jane Morgino. I hate that for me. <laughs> and I like how considerate he was to only put it up so high. Like, yeah, so my phone number wasn't on, on stream. That page That's that why that's sure. right. it's a true fucking friend right now. It's a true fucking friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I you for not say, doxing me. Which is why you should just lead <laughs> I will say that um, I tricked Gina a little bit before Mikey and Kyle got into the, the studio because I said you I had a surprise. Think? Yeah, I said I had a surprise for, for you know for the group. But it was really a surprise for Gina, and I said, uh, "So that's not quite what happened." I came in, and he said, "Oh, I have a surprise for you." And I said, "Oh no, is it for me or is it for everybody?" And he went, "No, no, it's for everybody. It's for everybody." And I went, "Oh, was was really for me? That's a problem." No, no, I knew everyone would enjoy it, so it was a surprise (laughs) for everyone. But really, deep down, it was. It's not that it wasn't for everyone. You just didn't know you were the butt of it. And there is a very clear difference there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, I had to, I was so excited oh, for that uh, for that moment, literally all day. I'm so glad that we haven't been having, uh, you know, technical issues, so we could get to that. But the last thing I wanted to t- uh, talk to you guys about was the next on. So there were three big things that I saw in the next on. Um, one was that with the players we have left, the women now make up the majority. And it looks like some of them are, are talking about possibly uh, working together to take out some of these guys. What do you think about the possibility of a women's alliance uh, 
working their way through the rest of the Survivor game. Bring it on, baby. Hell They've yeah. They've tried so many times and it never works. I want it to work. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have strong feelings about any of the guys in this game anyway. Except so Jake, except Jake, except Jake. That's we do love Jake. Jake, we do love Jake. Jake to me is if the city of Boston was granted the ability to become a human being, that would be Jake. <laughs> he is so ridiculously Boston, it's almost cartoonish. I love listen, I I think that if he came on this podcast, the five of us would be great friends. Like I, think, I don't know. Is that me as a mermaid? <laughs> That was from Little Mermaid. I was at the bar after. There's a lot of reflections so far. Sorry. But no, I I think like, ugh, I love Jake. I'm sorry. I love Jake too. I love Jake. I love his accent. Um, I love the way he looks. I love his story. Um, I I I cannot thirst over him on the podcast anymore for solidarity. I found out he does in fact have a girlfriend. I will not be speaking in that way about him on the podcast in solidarity. However, I think we would get along great with him. But that, Sorry, I, in solidarity here, like with sliding in his DMs like hey, what's going women. On? Like, yeah. If anything, that is support of a woman. Don't you want to know that your partner her. is a hot tamale? Yeah, he's desirable. He's desirable. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> People are hyphenating their names for your man. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the kind of girl, I guess. <laughs> I will I'm say like, that's right. That's right. And don't message him. <laughs> <laughs> I will say about this potential women's alliance. I do think that like this could be the one to really oh, do some damage between uh people like D and Kendra and Katura. Uh I, I feel like this could be the the women's alliance. I, I know Mikey, you were saying like it's never really worked in the past when they've tried yeah. it. But I feel like with the women that are left in this game, uh, Kelly, Kelly's a beat. You know what I mean? I feel like this group of women really could, I think, go a long way and really knock out some of these guys. The only thing that worries me is that I don't know if Julie and Dee would be willing to drop Drew and Austin. I don't know if that's Mm. a move that they are looking to make soon or ever. It's, it's It's hard to say. So that's yeah. that's a potential that's, wrench. In the, yeah, uh, that's in the fair. Plan. That's definitely fair. What's the what's the phrase spanner in the works? There you go. That's a good one. Sure. <laughs> that's very fair. Um, all right. So another thing we saw on the next on was Jake furiously looking for an idol, and it did look like he found something uh, from what we saw. Um, so I it looks like Jake. Entirely. Yeah, it looks like Jake uh, clearly thinks he's on the hot seat. Uh, maybe he's being told he's on the hot seat, but he was kind of running around. We did see a shot of the women saying like, oh, is he looking for an idol? Um, and then we saw Jake kind of running and it looked like he grabbed something off of a tree branch. So maybe Jake has an advantage, but it might not even be an idol. Maybe it's a beware advantage. Uh, who knows? So like uh, Jake clearly thinks that he's in trouble. Um, and then the other thing that we saw in the next on was the survivor auction is back. We see it. Uh, we've seen it on Australian Survivor, but it's been a while, right, since we had it here on the uh, U.S. version of Survivor. So, mm-hmm. uh, excited for the auction? Yeah, I'm excited for the auction. Yeah, let's see what I'm, happens. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited. Right. I love an auction. I'm excited to see what the auction looks like in this new era. Yeah, 
you know, we might, it might look a little bit differently. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've never seen the, like, American version of an auction at all. I've only ever seen it in that one Australian season. Mm, it's yeah. that would it's basically the same as that they never do like australian survivor they always do that thing where it's like if you you bit they bid it on something early where like some person one person gets like everything that everybody else wins i don't think they've ever done that on the u.s version mm -hmm. but it's i mean it's the same thing but basically what happened was that one season i want to say it was the uh the second chances season i think it was cast that did it chaos cast but somebody like essentially like broke the auction because there's always an advantage so like literally their plan was like if everyone just lets the first person have it, then once we get to the advantage or gets to the letter or once we get to the letters at home, we can all get ours. Mm. You know, it was mm. like that kind of thing. And like that, like blew everything up and they haven't done it since then. Mm. Sure. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out this time around. Interesting. All right. Huh? Wow. Well, that was all I had for this episode. Anybody else have anything else uh, yeah. for this for this episode of Survivor? Any anything for the benefit of the community? I'm just yeah. bummed. I lost my first draft pick. The first drafted person of the whole season, gone. That's right, Caleb. Out. See, the thing is, though, like I, I honestly, I had a feeling about Caleb when I watched his. He's too good. Right, like when I watched his uh, like intro, you know, video, I kind of felt like he seems like he's going to get along too well with everybody like where he's going to have eyes on him pretty quickly. But, but I will say Caleb and honestly, Sifu also are two players. The two players that we lost in this episode, uh, they're two players that I wouldn't mind seeing on survivor again. Yeah, if, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, although it'd be interesting because Sifu, I think like he would have that target or as like the returning player, but like Caleb coming back as a returning player would like, that's 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 a major major player so that's like yeah. that's someone that you you get out early to be honest yeah. so it'd be interesting I, well, to I, see how he maneuvers around yeah. that if he does come yeah. back yeah and, and and i honestly especially caleb i like to see yeah. but especially caleb i would like to see even if it's not on survivor i would like to see caleb play something else maybe the traders uh, maybe something else. He was he was very good with the physical competitions. Maybe it's the challenge or something like that. You know, like I would love to see Caleb uh, on something else because I really did like Caleb. Well, it looks like we're gonna get Jay Maya and Sifu on the Voice or something. So let's see. Oh how my that god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That video was crazy. <laughs> Big fan of that. Big that was fan really of funny. That. They have to write a they have to write a song together called Four Steps Down. I think they must have been doing it. like they just like and it's funny because like that thing was like they opened for something at like a, mm -hmm. a college somewhere they just which is like how many of these college students are actually watching Survivor right so it's just like these two like, random people and, like four people in the audience know what's going on I love it <laughs> just uh, the whole the whole concept of it is fantastic to me put them on the amazing well, race if you're together. good enough it doesn't actually matter where you came from that's true you're just That's those true. new artists mm -hmm. so I'll yeah put them on the amazing race let's see what happens. Yeah, right. And I, I, I gotta say, I did, I, you know, I followed Sifu on social media, and I've seen some clips of him playing guitar and stuff. He's actually like, pretty good. He's actually like, pretty talented. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, mine's good too. I listen, I listened to a little bit of her stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I meant to look it up. I just hadn't had the chance to. Yeah. Um, but all right. Anybody have anything else for Survivor Forty Five this week? 
No, no. Okay. So what do we have coming up? It is Monday the 13th, but Thursday uh, we'll be talking about uh, the challenge, 39, right? Well, that'll be what, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time? 9.30. Mm-hmm. Right, 9:30. okay. Um, we will also be talking about Big Brother Australia that night, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Is that what we decided? 10.30. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so if you're watching- catching up. Yes, we're finally catching up to do our first recap. Uh, if you're watching Big Brother Australia, we've been doing exit interviews with all the evicted house guests, uh, but we'll finally mm-hmm. be doing our first recap of the season. It's been very busy, but we're catching up. Uh, so we'll be doing that. That'll be Thursday. Um, so the challenge 39, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Big Brother Australia, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Kyle, tell, tell us about what's Excuse coming up. Excuse me. me. Yeah, it's it's Big Brother UK finale week, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to get just, out of this uh, listen, chat. What do you mean, excuse me? I can catch me. up and churn out a chuffed. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about it. You didn't have to be like, excuse me. Oh my well, no, I'm God. just saying excuse me, because that's that's only my hype. That's only my hype. I'm still talking Big Brother UK to myself. So hit me up in the comments. Let me know what you're thinking. We had a shock, horrible double eviction on Friday, and then some Ooh. things came out about Trish post-eviction that not I have so been pleasing. seeing those tweets. I've been seeing that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So lots to get into with the next chuff. Um trying to get out of here because I have to catch I just have to watch two more episodes I'm so behind I did not watch Sundays I didn't watch today um <laughs> please put turn out a chuff on a shirt exactly that's what I'm trying to do so I'm thinking <laughs> if we get out of here by 11 um an hour and an hour I can churn out a chuff at like 1 a.m and just put it up <laughs> okay so more to come but yeah this is our finale week um our finale is on Friday you, um, so you can certainly expect to hear from me Friday <laughs> evening into Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're talking so that's about, everything listen, going on in the Strat Chat multiverse. I got to tell you, you're, you're, you're like rushing to get out of here by 11 and it's 1049. We're wrapping up already. All right, man. So like, we're there. We're there. Right. But now this is the, the one <laughs> chance I get to talk about my shaft. How dare you? Don't do this. It's been a long night. It's I, listen, been a long night. I was going to throw it to you. I was going to throw it to you. All right. So that's what's coming up, though. That's what's coming up. Look out for the chuffs. Look out for the challenge thirty nine. Yes. Look out. For Get chuffed. Yeah. Look out for BBAU. <laughs> that's what's coming up the rest of the week. And this has been Stratcha. Yeah. Your favorite. It has been. John. Wait, John. Wait. Favorite. It's oh, Monday. Got something. Uh, it's Monday, John. It's Monday. Hey, oh, you're right. We haven't done Monday. this once. We haven't done this. Man, one Monday, Monday, Monday. I am so. I just. I I'm love so the fact. Happy, Mikey. I'm so I happy. Who that is? I love that to this day, Mikey has no idea what that clue. means. But Not we'll shut down our outro for it. <laughs> and rightfully so. It was necessary to bring everything full circle. I, that is, that's Jacob from Netflix's The Mole. It sure he is. He also leadled with no problem. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Thank you very much. And there it is. Right there. What a way to go out. Well, Thank you. Yeah, this has been Strat Chat. Uh, follow us on the socials at Strat Chat Pod. Find us, like us, comment, subscribe, follow, whatever. Just please be friends with us. All right. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>